Good morning. Morning. Go ahead. <clears throat> Good Today. morning. Today is Wednesday, November the 22nd, the year of our Lord, 2023, and this is Daybreak Live with the Nesbitts. Mm-hmm. It's time to lift our hearts to Jesus. It's time to break some holy bread. Grab your coffee and your Bible. While you're finding us, she's gonna sing, Megan's gonna sing one of her songs.
Yay! Not easy in the morning. <laughs> hi, Andrew. Hi, Andrew. D said Andrew said hi, Maggie. Hi, hi, Andrew. <clears throat> oh, okay. That's my bit, I guess. What's that? So, Sarah and Josh are on the road in Illinois. Michael is working. Just me, Mom, and Meg. They did make it, praise the Lord. And we're getting ready for Bible study. I was trying to think about what to do tomorrow. Tomorrow's Thanksgiving. And uh, so, yeah, we'll have daybreak, of course. But uh, what we may do is just have some... Uh, sharing time with you like stay on the chat and you guys talk with us we'll talk with you kind of share with you kind of what's happening in our life and uh the changing the changing of things in our life and where things are going we think what we're going to try to do anyway and uh just kind of share together uh, kind of q a just be with each other i uh, appreciate you being here this morning uh it's wednesday morning right Wednesday morning. All right. So are we going to talk turkey? <laughs> We're going to talk turkey? Yeah. Tomorrow are we going to talk turkey? Uh, grandson, say fire is very well contained. Praise the Lord, Donna. Right. Good to hear that. that yeah, we, we did. We had prayer for you guys. Uh, sure did. And uh, we're glad to hear those answered prayers. So we're starting today Proverbs chapter 25, Proverbs chapter 25 for our daily Bible study, Proverbs chapter 25, and let me go ahead and throw that up on the board, and it starts with this, verse 1 says, these also are the Proverbs of Solomon, which the men of Hezekiah, king of Judah, copied, so what does that mean? Uh, the Proverbs of Solomon, which the men of Hezekiah copied, king of Judah copied. Uh, when Hezekiah became king, it's, it's like finding some old songs or some old poems or some old Proverbs. They, they discovered these Proverbs that had not been published. And they found them to be wise sayings. And this is going to go from 25, uh, chapter 25 to like, chapter 29, um, somewhere about that. Next five chapters, four chapters. Uh, these were discovered uh, in, during the kingdom of Hezekiah, uh, which was later, of course. They were discovered. And he said, let's, let's get these out there as well. And so they were compiled and put with the other wise sayings and are part of your canon of Scripture and put with the other wise sayings in the book we call the book of Proverbs. All right. Oh, well, I've got two there already. So, it is the glory of God to conceal a matter, but the glory of kings to search out a matter. The glory of God to conceal a matter, and the glory of kings to search it out. Thought about playing today, God of Wonders. Uh, God of wonders. God is a God of wonders. And it seems like it's, it's the glory of God to conceal a matter. There are many mysteries to the creation of our God. 
Amen? And it's the glory of God to conceal it and the glory of kings to search it out. And there's so many ways you can take this proverb. You can take this spiritual as, you know, the concealment of the nuggets of wisdom and knowledge that are contained in Scripture. And as you prayerfully study the Word of God and as you're, you know, going over Scripture, new revelation comes to you and it's, you know, it was the glory of God to conceal it and the glory of a king to search it out. You're kings and priests, by the way. <laughs> New Testament believers, you're kings and priests. But it also in the physical, it's in the physical, there's, God is glorious. When we behold the heavens, we behold the, the galaxies, and we look at the majesty. We, you know, uh, Me and Brother Bernie were talking to Brother Emmanuel Paul yesterday so much we were talking about. Uh, creation and the galaxies and the earth and the sun and the moon and how things operate and within that you just see the wisdom of God now I pulled up uh, I pulled up an old Lisa had this um, used to have I'm sure we still have somewhere it was on VHS uh, sermons from science moody Institute of Science put out these sermons of science. This scripture made me think about that. Uh, the glory of God to conceal a matter, the glory of kings to, to search it out. Uh, Moody Science videos, you could look at it like, they're they're like from the 50s. Uh, they're awesome. Uh, they're they are so, so awesome. Yeah, you can find them on YouTube and they're just beautiful. Like in this one, this is Windows to the of the Soul. And where science, uh, they make discoveries of the senses of humans and, you know, the eyes and how miraculous the eyes are. And then they use science as they dig it out to preach a sermon of the glory of God. You see, science, true science, is phenomenal because the deeper it goes, the deeper you study DNA, the deeper you study uh, what was that one we saw, baby, that, uh, I can't, is it Lou Giglio that put out oh, about uh, laminin? Was it in the indescribable, I think? Yeah, these so videos that are put out, how science discovers, okay, the, the molecule, laminin, that holds everything together, that holds your body together. And then when you look at it, it looks like a cross. Uh other other things, scientific things, where they talk about the majesty of the galaxy. And when you behold these things and you study these things and the mysteries and you unlock these mysteries, it just shows you how majestic God is. Amen. And so we love finding things. We love discovering things, and God knows that. And he puts these hidden nuggets of beauty and the more we study the more we search out God the deeper we see that he is the more glorious God is but I would encourage you I would encourage you look it up sermons from science put moody yeah just punch in to google or yeah google's fine it's in YouTube or YouTube uh, moody sermons from science and you'll just be blown away at, at there's like a bunch of them yeah there's many of them and they're really good. And I think you would enjoy them. Now, they're old. Like I said, they're old. They're from the 50s. 
but they are phenomenal, and and it's I, I mean I I have never forgotten things that I learned on those shows. They're just I think there's like nineteen of them or something. Yeah, nineteen or twenty. Mm-hmm. I was thinking twenty. Anyway, next says, as the heaven, heavens for height, and the earth for depth, so the heart of kings is unsearchable. The heart of kings is unsearchable. Who can truly know a heart? Actually, Scripture says in the New Testament, uh, who can, you know, the heart is desperately wicked. Who can know it? You know, not only can you not know the heart of the king, you can't know your own heart. There is someone who knows our heart. The Lord Jesus, Yeshua, he knows our heart. Okay. And I praise the Lord for that. He knows your heart. Uh, but the heart is, it's deep. And, 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 and often we don't even know our heart. And that's why, God searches, uh, God searches our heart, and, and we search, you know, the Spirit searches the deep things of God. You know, we connect with God in the depths. Praise the Lord. All right, chapter 4. There's a scripture to go along with that. I wrote down this scripture, 2 Corinthians 2.10, uh, to go along with that scripture. Next is 4 and 5. It says this, take away the dross from silver and it will go to the silversmith for jewelry. Take away the wicked from before the king and his throne will be established in righteousness. Dross is all the impurities in metal. What's wrong, babe? I was just reading through the comments. Don May said something for the news. Oh, thank you, Don, Don May. Love you. Uh, dross is impurities. I worked, I used to work at a, a aluminum plant here in Smith County. Uh, there's an aluminum factory called Bonnell. Now at Bonnell, we extruded aluminum. You know, we extrude, extrude aluminum for people that makes windows and doors and columns and all this kind of stuff. It's a big factory. Quite a, it employs a lot of people in our county. And we praise the Lord for that. I spent 17 years there. And one of the things in casting, what we did was melted down aluminum. So they would bring in aluminum. They would buy scrap aluminum from places. And they might have paint on it and different things that aluminum would have. And back in casting, they would smash it, you know, to make sure nothing was inside of it. And there's a furnace. There's a furnace that's like, but, you know, according to what they're doing with it, 1,100 degrees to 1,300 degrees. And you would take all that scrap aluminum and dump it in the furnace, and you'd heat it up. These jets would blow fire on them and melt it down into a liquid. And as you melt it into a liquid, and as you would stir it or melt it into a liquid, a dross would rise to the top. Impurities would come to the top. And then you'd take a big old arm and reach in there of course with a tow motor and you would pull out all those uh, all that dross and you'd scrape it off the top and you throw the heat to it again it would bubble up more impurities now what were you doing you were purifying the aluminum in the same way 
metals is purified, whether it's gold, whether it's silver, metals are purified that way. And just as that dross is taken away and, and that silver is purified, then it can go to the silversmith and he can make jewelry out of it. Well, he likens this unto the kingdom. And he's saying, well, what needs, what has to happen is get the wicked out. The wicked of a kingdom is the dross. Get the wicked out of the kingdom and his kingdom will be established. Now, that being said, let's turn over to Matthew chapter 13. Matthew chapter 13. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and start with verse 37 because he's explaining the parable of the tares of the field. Jesus had told a parable of wheat and tares, how they gr both grow together. And what that parable is teaching that in this, in this life on, here on the earth, the kingdom of heaven, as we understand it now in this present state, has both tares and wheat, wheat and tares. The wheat are the good seed, the tares are the wicked seed. And they're both growing together until the time of the harvest. The time of the harvest, I would say, is when the dross is going to be removed. So let's let Jesus do the teaching here. Verse 37, I'm in Matthew 13, 37. He's explaining the parable. He said, he who sows the good seed is the Son of Man. He's talking about himself. The Son of Man is the messianic figure from the book of Daniel that rides on the clouds and takes over the earth. Okay? The Son of Man. Verse 38. The, the field is the world. That's what the field is, the world. The good seed are the sons of the kingdom. When it says sons of the kingdom, it means sons and daughters of the kingdom. Okay, man, both male and female, sons of the kingdom are sons and daughters of God. But the tares are the sons of the wicked one. Now, some people teach that that means the literal sons of the wicked one. Uh, I believe and teach it's the spiritual sons of the wicked one. In other words, they are those who rebel against God, will not submit to God, will not uh, uh, come under the lordship of the Lord Jesus Christ. And in that, then that makes them the child of the wicked one because that's how he is. The fallen angel, Lucifer, Satan, the devil, the dragon, and his fallen ones, okay? But there are fallen ones here on the earth. That's who the tares are, by the way, okay? The reapers are the angels. So the reapers are the ones that goes out in the field and they cut down the wheat. And he says, well, in the parable, the reapers that's cutting down the wheat and the tares and separating them, that's the angels. Okay, Jesus, what do you mean by the reapers then when they're cutting down the wheat and the tares and they're separating them? Verse 40, therefore, as the tares are gathered and burned in the fire, so it will be at the end of this age. The Son of Man will send out His angels. They will gather out of His kingdom all things that offend and those who practice lawlessness. Now, in the 
parable in the story the wheat are cast into a fire. In the explanation of the parable, the tares are the sons of the wicked one, the disobedient, those who offend and practice lawlessness and what's going to happen and will cast them into a furnace of fire. The furnace of fire, what's the difference in the furnace of fire? The furnace of fire in the parable is the fire at the end of the field where you're burning the tares. That's the parable. The furnace of fire in the explanation of the parable is what we would know as hell or uh, the second death. Amen? There will be wailing and gnashing of teeth. Verse 43. Then the righteous will shine forth as the sun in the kingdom of their father. He who has ears to hear, let him hear. So, when Jesus explains this, this goes right along with the proverb. The proverb says, the wicked, take away the wicked before the king and the kingdom will be established. It, Sometimes we don't realize, people don't realize, they think, oh, Jesus was just teaching a bunch of new stuff. Now, Jesus was actually teaching and giving fuller, deeper, more accurate understanding of the teachings in what you would call the Old Testament, the Torah, the Tanakh, in the writings, and giving you understanding. Proverbs, so many of the Lord Jesus, Yeshua's sayings, you find in Proverbs. And this very teaching of the kingdom is just like what's here in Proverbs. Get the wicked out of the kingdom. And that is what Jesus says, here's what it, at the end of the age, here's what's going to happen. The angels are going to come and they're going to get them out of here. They're getting them out. The kingdom is going to be established. What kingdom? The kingdom of Yeshua HaMashiach. The kingdom of Jesus, the Christ, his kingdom. And he will rule over this earth from Jerusalem. He will. You better believe it. And he's going to get out of this earth. He's getting them out. The wicked, the abominable, those who will not have him rule, he will, he's going to get them out. Those who practice lawlessness. And his kingdom will be established. And physically speaking, it's the same thing. So what happens in any kingdom or any government structure, if that government structure quits meeting out punishment for the wicked, you know what's going to happen? The fall of that kingdom or that nation. Now, I've got high hopes for America. And I'm not saying America is about to fall, but what I'm saying is if there, there seems to be a repentance and a pushback and a turning back to God in our country, and I thank God for that, in the high ups. But if that doesn't happen, and and you and and you put people in jail who stand for righteousness, and you reward people who tear up everything and riot and loot and burn, you're letting the wicked flourish, and you're punishing the good. A kingdom can't stand like that. It will not stand like that. It's going to fall. Now, I'm not telling you America's going to fall. I'm telling you, if America does not repent, if America does not quit saying 
that right is wrong and wrong is right. That's right. And that gets up into the government to where people standing for righteousness ends up in jail and the people standing for ungodly uh, wickedness are prosper in this land. God will not let that continue for very long. He'll let it continue for a while to foster repentance, but it will not continue. All right. Well, that uh, kind of seals up this day's Bible study. So praise Jesus. Let me jump over here, here at the end to our chats again. Praise the Lord. Amen, brother. Yeah. Uh, Miss Peggy. Amen. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. Miss Peggy. If things don't change, we're headed that way. Amen. 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 Put up, my daughter just texted that, so I want to put that up as we pray. So let's pray. Right quick, let's pray for repentance in America. Would you join with me? Lord, in the name of Jesus, the name of Yeshua, the King of kings and the Lord of lords, Lord, we are asking for a wave and a move and a pouring out of repentance, for a pouring out of the Holy Spirit, for revival to break forth in every state of this great union. In every state, at government levels, that you will bless the righteous that are standing upright and for godliness. That you will bless them and help them and keep their voices heard. Turn back, Congress. Do not let the wicked, wicked take over Congress or the Senate. God, for we know when the righteous are in rule, the people are in peace. So thank you for that, Lord. And we pray for that in Jesus' name. All right. Let's say the Lord's Prayer. We'll jump off here for today, and then we'll see you tomorrow for Thanksgiving. Are you ready? Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day and our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us for, from evil. Yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen and amen. I love you, saints, and I thank you for being here every day. You guys are here every day. And I just praise the Lord that you love him that much and are willing to study the Bible with us. I just praise God for that. So be blessed in Jesus' name. Bye.